You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And, folks, hello, hello, hello. Here we are, another week, another crazy weekend. I mean, folks, you can't make this stuff up. You would think if I just went down the list and told you what the news stories were from the weekend, you would think that uh, I was uh, reciting a movie or maybe writing a movie. Uh, it's just uh, it's just kind of nuts. But uh, welcome, folks. This is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armanderiz. Oh, there we are. Now I can hear myself. <laughs> Bear with us, folks. You know this is live radio, so you never know what's going to happen. But, uh, but here we are. I was just saying that uh, we are... Coming off a crazy weekend, uh, lots of news stories. Uh, you can't make this stuff up. If I were to just run down the topic list of the news and the news of the day, you would think I was writing a movie. Uh, I mean, it's 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 kind of insane, a lot of the things going on. But uh, thanks so much for tuning in, folks. I am Victor Armanderiz. Uh This is On Point with Victor. You are tuned into America's Web Radio. Um, thanks again, and listen, email the show. Uh, learn it, say it, use it. Victor at americaswebradio.com. I love to hear from you, especially those of you who disagree. So uh, the email to email the show is victor at americaswebradio.com. So, all right, folks, we're just going to jump into this. We've got so much to do and, and uh, lots to try and get to today, so I'm just going to run right into it. But I am going to take a second here and uh, pass this off real quick for an important message from uh, from David, the station owner. Okay, <clears throat> Victor, thanks for uh, letting me steal a few minutes. One, uh, I know you have a very good conservative audience listening, and we're looking for conservative uh, hosts. So if, and particularly, we would like uh, a couple of women to host a show that are conservatives and um you know, would like to express their opinion. So, if uh, Be- because we here at America's Radio, uh, Radio are equal opportunity, absolutely seekers, <laughs> and uh, we've we've tried Fox, and I just can't afford them. But That's anyway, right. <laughs> beyond that, uh, you know, if you are interested and would like to express your opinion and uh, conservative, we'd love to talk to you. Just email your resume to uh, GM at America's Web Radio. With that being said, I'm going to get into another issue. As many of you know, we do a show called Safe, which is uh, elder, it's an elderly abuse show every Monday at uh, 10 o'clock. <clears throat> and um, the reason we do it is because the world is just full of scams. And I got a phone call today, as a matter of fact. And one thing I've learned is if I don't know the number... I don't answer the call. Hmm. Let them leave a message. So I let them leave a message. I got their telephone number, and this was a scam that if they've called me twice, and if if I don't return the call, which they want you to return the call so they'll have your telephone number, and that you're a legitimate, that it's a robo-scam, and that, that you're a legitimate telephone number so they can call you again. This one was that we've tried calling you twice, and you must answer. You must respond quickly, because or you may be in front of a grand jury, and this number you'll talk to a federal agent, yada, da 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 <clears throat> Well, let me tell you what I did with it. I took the message. I'm downloading the message, and it's going straight to the FBI with their telephone number. And I do anticipate uh, getting some results out of it because we're putting our federal agent, uh, Joe Gavalis, that does the show. He was a former federal agent, and he knows the 
He knows the buttons to push and the bells to ring. So that's exactly what we're going to do with it. And I'm, I'm promising you, and I'll swear to you in front of Victor, and he can hold me to my word, we are going after every scammer there is. Any way, shape, form, or fashion that we can get them via their telephone numbers or anything else. And I'll even give them my home address and they can come looking for me because I'll shoot them in the damn <laughs> on my driveway, you know. I hate these scammers. Yeah. And these guys, they laugh because it's their business and they make a ton of money yeah. at it. And they, they prey on And on they prey on people. the elderly. They mm-hmm. And, you know, this phone call that I got, had I not, I mean, you know, when I knew it wasn't a number that I never even heard of area code 410. Mm-hmm. Do you know where it is? I am not familiar with that one, and I'm familiar with a lot of area codes. Yeah, well, 410, I'd never heard of. I'd have to look that one up. Or anything else. But so I didn't answer it. I wasn't about to answer it. And as I listened to the lady say, well, this is the second time we've tried to contact you, and you're going to be forced to go before a grand jury and test it. You know, what the hell, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm giving the scammers warning. And, folks, I need your help, too. If you get a call like this or your parents do or any elderly person or anybody gets a call and you all need help and you want help, one, don't ever answer the call. Don't call them back. Just pass the number on to us. And we've had one person... um, we're pretty sure has made it in behind bars now <laughs> and i hope to put lock up i'd love to lock up thousands as many that are as into this. so please help us if you get a scam call let us know we will either take care of it or we'll tell you who to go to to take care of it and i'd like to put all these bastards out of business I, bl- I amen to that and 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 folks again if if you're experiencing this or your parents are or your grandparents if you can collect a little information, send it to us at gm at americaswebradio.com. We really will uh, help you fight the fight. Uh, and just remind your elderly family members not to ever send money to anyone they don't know or that's not standing in front of them. Because you know, you know, it's, it's so ridiculous, Victor, mm-hmm, that, yeah. well, send us an I2 card or you don't have to mm-hmm. send it to us. All you have to do is give us a number on the back. Yeah. I can't see the IRS collecting like that or a federal Never. judge. Never. Yeah, no. I mean, this is just it's no, crazy and absurd, yeah. but some people don't know that. But a lot of people don't know that, and that's exactly. why there's these scammers are out there. So, uh, so yeah, we'll, uh, we, we will go after them. And, and like I said uh, just a minute ago, if you're out there in this audience uh, and you need some help or you've had this experience and you've got some information, send it to us, and we will fight the good fight. Uh, you know, one great thing about having an airwave like this and and being able to sit here and talk to you guys and and this is you know we're national america's web radio is national not just my show Uh, but but every show excuse me again but um, (laughs) we're actually very international and we Ah. found out this uh, past weekend we have the number one classic car show in England, no, they kidding. love us over there. They that, listen, you know, all of their club members that's listen awesome. to uh, Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. The, the they're the two hosts that do our classic car show every Saturday morning at eight o'clock. It's two o'clock London time, so it's not early for them in the morning. To and they listen, and I knew we had a good audience, but I didn't realize that. 
Uh, Mike Thies was one. He he does business in uh, in the classic car industry in in England, hmm. and he's the one that found out and uh, called Steve Ronaldo and said, "Hey, you're a star." In, That's awesome. In London. Well, look at there, folks. So we're not just national; we're international. And I can believe that because, you know, in England, I think they crave the V8. They crave that American freedom. And, and V8, when you're over in England, folks, if you ever get a chance and, and, and you can go visit Europe and you can go to England, there are some cool car nutheads, uh, gearheads, I should say. I, trust me, I call myself a nuthead uh, with just some of the stuff that I tinker with. But uh, but there are gearheads in, in England, and it's pretty neat to see. And they love talking about American muscle. And and that's what it's referred to, American muscle. And and so if you walk around, you can walk around with pride, uh, because it's it, it's pretty neat. Because most of the times in Europe, when you're walking around, you're going to be uh, you're going to see these little uh, cars that are about the size of your shoe. Uh, but uh, I digress. But we're moving on. But but that's just that's just what the reach we have here in America's Web Radio, folks. So thanks to all of you who are listening, whether you're over the pond or you're here somewhere in these wonderful United States and you're tuned in, thanks so much for listening. So, okay, we're going to get, before I get down. One other thing. All right, one more thing. One more thing. (laughs) Please pass it on to your friends. Uh, We know that we're doing quite well with the car show, with Victor's show and a number of others, but there's still people that have never heard of America's Web Radio. Uh, and we we got a deal the other day that uh, you know uh, notice that people were listening and how much they appreciated the different shows that we have. So please don't take it for granted that your best friend knows about America's mm-hmm. Web Radio. Tell them about it, please. Thank you. Yeah, that is absolutely true, folks. And you can do me and all the other hosts here a big favor uh, by spreading the word. Uh, not just on point with Victor, but America's Web Radio because we have. We have some great shows here, uh, and and uh, you can also always always push the YouTube page uh, and forward that. In fact, in fact, let's let's try something here. Let's do a drive today. Let's see how many of you listeners out there will take a second today, whether it's through Facebook, Instagram, or however you want to do it, and and just send out a note saying, "Hey, check out the YouTube page, America's Web Radio," and and maybe send out a note to to your friends and say, "Hey, just just check this out. Check out America's Web Radio." Uh, our we- our YouTube page and our Facebook page, and let's see how many people we can get to go like that uh, in the next 24 hours. That would be a little fun to see. Brittany, uh, I'm having some uh, car work done, and I was uh, checking with her yesterday and, and told her what I did, and she said, oh, well, I'm a conservative. I'll put it on my And she did. She subscribed on the spot to wow. YouTube, and on the spot she put our... Uh, app on her telephone so excellent i mean just oh and that's another good point you can download the app from the app store america's web radio and then you can just open the app and listen to uh, my wonderful voice or any of the other wonderful hosts at any time uh because you will you can listen to us live folks or you can listen to replays because we will have the shows they they will be replayed and you can go to americaswebradio.com and download the podcast podcast and re-listen or just listen to you know whenever you want uh i know 
know I have listeners out there that go, I can't believe Victor just said that, and they'll go back and they'll get the podcast and listen to it again just to make sure. Uh, but uh, but lots of ways to listen, folks. So thanks again, and please do spread the word. I, let's see in the next 24 to 48 hours how many people we can get to go to the YouTube page, America's Web Radio, and like it and subscribe to it, and how many people will like the America's Web Radio page on Facebook. And while you're there, you can even find me, uh, Victor Armendariz. You can find me on Facebook, and you can like me too, and I'll, I'll like you back, even if you're a liberal. Uh, I do have some liberal friends on my Facebook, folks, so why don't you uh, join them? All right, so before I get into the topic rundown, there is, uh, the area code 410 happens to be Baltimore, Maryland. So of all places, <laughs> since Baltimore was in the news, and I'm actually going to touch on that a little bit today, uh, but let's let's get to the topic rundown because there's so much to get to today, and I'm also, um, when we get close to the bottom of the hour, actually a little before the bottom of the hour, uh, I'm going to bring in my new Gingrich. Uh, he's going to call in, and we're going to talk about a few things. So, uh, so folks, we're right up against the first break, so you hang on tight. We're going to take a quick break, and when I get back, we're going to get into the topic rundown, starting with the Clintons, because they have struck again. We'll be right back. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving call timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move timothy Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. The disease. Disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armandez. Okay, we're going to get right back into this topic rundown. i gotta, I got to touch on a, a few things. There's so much to talk about. And then I'm going to have a real treat because uh, we've got Larry Galls calling in, and he's going to join us, and we're going to examine a few things uh, that are going on in the news. This this news that I this news cycle that I call a Hollywood movie because you just can't make this stuff up. Uh, but one thing I want to touch on real quick, folks, that I'm sure all of you have been have heard that uh, Jeffrey Epstein has uh, assumed room temperature, and apparently this man was able to commit suicide. Now, if you are not familiar with Jeffrey Epstein, I'm not going to take a whole lot of time to get into to what he is and what he's done, who he is, and all that. You can look him up, uh, but but look up was. and what he was. I'm sorry, what he was. <laughs> but Jeffrey Epstein, to sum it up, was a, a pretty, pretty crappy, low kind of a guy. I mean, this guy... Um, I mean, he was he was a pedophile. He was a known pedophile. Uh, Hollywood knew it. The left knew it. The media knew it, and the political establishment knew it. Uh, but this man was allowed to to do uh, a lot of bad things. And and one of the biggest things he's known for is having a private island, and he had a private jet, and he would fly politicians and Hollywoodians uh, into this island. And this island was known for having lots of girls, including underage girls. And people could go to this island, uh, have different, let's just say, engage in different activities, some of these with women who were underage, and and let's just face it, girls. Um, And again, folks, this was known. And you do not have to take this from me. Look it up yourself. Uh, there's plenty of news articles out there. My goodness, Jeffrey Epstein was even brought uh, on charges before, uh, but released. And uh, look, I, I just can't say it enough. Look it up for yourself, because what this guy was getting away with was ridiculous. And the fact that politicians knew what was going on, the media knew what was going on, Hollywood knew what was going on, and nothing was done. I mean, it, it's a shame. Uh, lots of people were hurt by this guy. And now, when he was finally arrested and put in jail, he, was, he has been under suicide watch. Now, folks, he wasn't just under suicide watch for his, because he was going to commit suicide. I don't think that danger was really there. This man was talking to his lawyers every day. He was spending time with his lawyers every day. His lawyers just put out a, a notice uh, a week or two before his death, and I'm using quotes, air quotes, uh, before his air quote suicides, uh, his lawyers were putting out saying he's adjusting well. Uh, Epstein is adjusting well to his cell. He's adjusting well to the prison life. He's adjusting. You don't say things like that if you're planning suicide, uh, unless you're in on it, <laughs> maybe. But uh, but then you've got to look at the cell. If you look at this type of prison that he was in, first of all, there's nothing freely hanging from the ceiling to to tie your rope. There's not going to be benches in there or anything for him to stand on. Um, there's not going to be anything in that cell that he can tie around his neck. And if some of you are out there screaming, he had sheets, he had bed sheets. Folks, look it up. Look up the type of bed sheets in that type of prison. They're very, very thin and very flimsy. And I don't think, now I don't know this for sure, but logically, based on the type of sheets that are in there, they probably wouldn't hold his body weight. And then even if they could, here's a man who's kind of elderly and, and, and maybe on the feeble side. 
How's he going to get his weight up there? How's he going to do that? It wasn't done alone. Um, let's just say, if there was a recording, we would probably hear something like, uh, Hey, Jeffrey, uh, this is going to hurt just for a second, and it'll be over soon. That's probably what happened, folks, because to believe that he didn't have help. And and I am not going to sit here and, and throw out conspiracy theories uh, or anything like that. Uh, I, I But I am going to point out a logical analysis of circumstantial evidence. And whenever there's a, enough circumstantial evidence out there, you, you kind of need to go that way and see what's there. There, there needs to be an investigation. And, and in fact, Attorney General Barr was so upset with what happened because apparently this guy was under 24-hour surveillance, uh, a suicide watch. And somehow the officers that were supposed to be watching were told to whether it was told to stand down or they were told to leave they were told to they didn't have to be there there was a gap and suddenly he's dead so that alone is circumstantial the other things i I told you about about the gel cell and the sheets and things that's circumstance these are this is circumstantial evidence that warrants an an investigation and luckily Barr immediately immediately put uh, the fbi on the case and they are investigating now Unfortunately, when things like this happen and investigations, and I'm using air quotes again, starts, that's usually where the story is going to die. Uh, I hope that's not the case this time. I hope Attorney General Barr really gets to the bottom of this because, folks, I, I joke about this because I say the Clintons have struck again because you've got a media right now who's trying to place this at the feet of Donald Trump and Attorney General Barr. There, It's laughable to hear the media try and blame and put this on Barr and Trump as if they did something to uh, cause the death of Epstein. Folks, you look at the history of Donald Trump and Attorney General Barr, and there is not a history of their circle of trust, uh, people dying that have been in this circle and have left the circle. That's, that's just not there. But if you go and you look at the Clintons and you just go do a little bit of digging yourself and a little bit of story, and again, I'm not saying the Clintons had anything to do with this, but what I am saying is if you look up, you can find more than two, three, four, five stories of people who were within the Clinton circle who are now six feet in the wrong direction. Again, I am not saying what happened. I'm saying there's enough circumstantial evidence. And when I hear the media try and lay this at the feet of Donald Trump as if he's had a history of people dying around him or as if Barr's had it, then I cannot sit here and not point out that the group of people who have had people dying around them would be the Clintons. And so I am just saying this has got to be an investigation that's got to happen. We need to find out how Epstein died. We need an autopsy. We need video because there there was not video, uh, how amazingly, no video in the jail cell, but there was video on the outside of the jail cell. They can and will and do know who entered that jail cell and who exited the jail cell. This is information that we need to demand that uh, that gets released. We need to demand that to, to learn about this. So we need to allow this investigation to happen, but we as citizens need not stand by and let this investigation die. We, we're going to have to demand answers. And hey, look, folks, maybe he did. Maybe he did die a normal way. Pedophiles do seem to die and air quotes to commit suicide in prison. It does happen. Uh, you know, the other inmates, as as murderous as they can be, do seem to take uh, have a problem with other inmates who were pedophiles or known pedophiles. So, uh, David, I think you have a comment. 
Yeah, I do. You know, we've all watched enough television. (coughs) Excuse me. And uh, we've watched enough other things that, uh, you know, you put a guy in jail that's uh, potential suicidal or, well, basically suicidal, and one of the first things you do is you take his belt away. You take this away. You take... Anything that, you know, you take yeah. his... Uh, anything that uh, he can use. Yeah, anything that he mm-hmm. can use, you, you take away his dental floss mm-hmm. because he can save up enough to climb down the side <laughs> of the jail. But anyway. Yeah, and, and you, you don't give don't, him utensils. You don't give him utensils, mm-hmm. that's true. And uh, you don't leave his bed with sheets on it. Right. What's the first thing you can do with a sheet? Turn yeah, it into a rope. You try to turn it into a rope, which is why I mentioned before, and then a lot of those prisons, they use sheets that can't support weight or a lot of weight. Yeah. So um, so there are questions that need to be asked. There's no doubt. No doubt. So No doubt. <laughs> so um, I'm going to uh, deviate from my uh, list here, and I'm going to bring in uh, Larry. Uh, are you on the phones? Yeah, I'm, I'm here, Victor. Go ahead. Excellent. Uh, so, folks, this is Larry Gauze calling in, and he is um, he is my Newt Gainrich. Uh, I well, at least I like to call him Newt Gainrich. He's a killer uh, uh, consultant in political analysis, and I say consultant because one day uh, Larry's going to start a company, and uh, or maybe I'll help him, and it's going to be called Underdog Political Consultants. Um, but uh, Larry, I, I what just real quick, what is just give me a quick take from your point of view on the Epstein. Story. I was surprised it took so long. And <laughs> I, I just thought that, that he's got too much information and that they were going to have to silence him as far as the people in the, the establishment that was doing some bad things. And and, and so I I think right now the, the look should also be for the girl that was always soliciting the girls for him. Because, you know, an old man goes up to a 14-year-old girl, he's going to raise flags, he's going to draw attention. He had an assistant girl that would go and talk to these girls and bring them in. She's got all the information as far as who was doing what, where, and everything else. So they need to locate where she's at because um, someone's going to find her, and she's going to be the next Jimmy Hoffa if they don't get a hold of her. You know, Larry, that's a good point. I mean, it's a great point, and I, I don't really hear anyone in the mainstream media that are even mentioning this assistant because you are absolutely right, and I cannot remember her name. Yeah, I I, um, I, don't, I don't have it in front of me or anything, right. but, uh, but I can but, look at it during But break. he he did have her, and but she she was used to recruit. She was she was women a recruiter and, and she girls. Was a girlfriend, and she was you know she's the one. So it didn't draw attention to mm-hmm. bring the girls in because she's the one doing that. Right. But every, she was with him all the time. There's photos of of her at all the parties with Epstein and, and socializing with everybody. So she knew. She was the one, you know, just kind of like the mama son, you would say, in the Philippines who would run mm-hmm. the, the, the house or whatever. Run the, run she the, was the one in charge, coordinating everything and keeping it. So she knows everybody's name, and, and so she's you know, know where she's at. Every bordello or, uh, or house, so to speak, yep. House of Women, has a house mom. And uh, don't ask me how I know that. Uh, Larry told me. Uh, no, <laughs> but but it, it, I mean that, that's uh, yeah that's one thing that uh, you learn a lot. You learn in the military, uh, and that's one thing you will see in movies that's actually correct. Uh, but if you just if you just do a little reading on on uh, Bordeaux and and, and places well, like that, that watch that documentary on, on the guy from the Bunny Ranch in Vegas. Yeah, you have the yeah. one lady who's the house mom. The house mom, and, and mm-hmm. she's the one that you know controls all the the rooms, controls mm-hmm. the money, makes sure the taxes are done. She's in, and all the girls go to her. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and else. so there's someone right. And so well, that was that one girl was the one who also was a recruiter. Yeah, absolutely. And she has and all the names, and I just think that she's going to be you know she's going to be disappeared. 
Well, that's a that's another good point uh, to think that. Uh, see, the, the other thing that, and again, we'll just we'll make this quick and move on. But um, the other thing that people need to understand about Epstein is you can research Epstein, and no one can really show you how he made his money. This guy was worth millions and millions and millions of dollars, and and you can't find transactions where he was. You know, a st- you know, it says he's a stock trader, or st- he was a stock trader, but you can't find any substantial tradings that he did and, the, and where the money was coming from. So, I surmise that he was being paid by some high-powered people because I think he was engaging in blackmail. I, I think that was his business. And Larry, I know you. Um, I, have yeah, a, I I thought maybe it was more like a CIA or mm-hmm. some, you know, another, you know, top level. Uh, spook type program because bad people do bad people who do bad things hang around with other people who do bad do things. bad things and this gets an end that you can do recordings you can get information as people talk casually and you've got photos and you got stuff that you can go turn people mm-hmm. and this is and so this was allowed to happen you you because that's that you know this fish is getting all these big fish and that's what you need to do so you just turn the other cheek while this is going on because the bigger problem is that this thing over here we need the information on him and so we're going to let this go on the Epstein stuff go on because he's getting us information that we can turn and use to get better things yeah absolutely and and that's a good that's a good hypothesis Larry and I, I think it might be a combination I, I do believe that uh, I mean when you've got Hollywood elite and political elite and let's face it folks the Democrat elite uh, there, there are some people that Epstein's probably they were probably paying Epstein a lot, including Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton uh, is on record twenty six times, twenty six times visiting that island uh, by way of Epstein's jet. So just imagine in your mind what's going on on that jet from here to there, and then what's going on in that island. So uh, just look, folks. I these are just these are questions that need to be asked. We need to stop letting think, things like this happen and just sitting by going, well, we don't want to be called conspiracy kooks or, or we don't want the media to make fun of us. You know, it's about time that we stand up and uh, tell the media a thing or two or tell them where they can go because we've, we've got to stop being afraid of, of being made fun of by the media and we've got to stop being afraid of being called a racist, which is another topic, Larry, I want to get to in a minute. But, Larry, real quick, the next uh, on the topic rundown here I wanted to mention with what's going on in China right now, um, there is a, a little uprising going on in Hong Kong. And, oh, yeah. and folks, uh, we're going to go to our bottom of the hour break here, but, but uh, Larry, ponder that. Folks out there, just ponder this. There's an uprising going on in Hong Kong, and I want you to tell me what flag they're waving around. We will be right back. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. 
What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You are listening to America's Web Radio. This is uh, On Point with Victor. Uh, we are discussing a few items here, but when I left you at the top of the at the bottom of this break, uh, I was telling you about the Hong Kong. What's going on in Hong Kong? There's kind of an uprising going on because uh, the mainland China, the communist China, are trying to crack down on Hong Kong. And uh, there's some uh, riots going on. Well, I shouldn't say riots. There's just some protests going on. And uh, the people in Hong Kong are waving around a flag. Larry, do you want to take a guess of which flag they're waving? Oh, it's the American flag. Absolutely. Uh, and, 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 you know, don't you wish they, you, how much you want to bet they wish they had the Second Amendment there? Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And and that's a great point, Larry, because they don't have the Second Amendment there. Uh, these these people are standing up. And, and now, when I left the news this morning, the uh, riot police uh, were starting to move in on, on, this, uh, on these protesters. And, and to sum it up real quick for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, basically hardline China is trying to move in on Hong Kong and take away some of their freedoms. That's bottom line. No sugarcoating. That's the goal. There's a lot of freedom going on in Hong Kong, and, and you can just look at the difference of mainland China versus Hong Kong. And they are trying to put in some influence which is going to lead to less freedoms. And the people of Hong Kong know this. And what flag do they choose? The United States. I venture to tell you there's no one in Hong Kong kneeling at the sight of the United States flag. They're holding it as proud as an American should hold it. And, you know, that gives me pride, Larry. It gives me pride to know that still where there's oppression in this world, the people will turn to the flag of the United States of America, and it just makes my chest swell. Uh, what do well, you think? Exactly. I mean, this whole, this whole thing started back when China had passed, that was in February, they were passing some ordinance that the Chinese government could extradite people with, that, with suspicions, whatever, which mm-hmm. goes through your red flag laws. All of a sudden, they have a suspicion, and boom, they, they're going to extradite. We're here, the red flag law, they have a suspicion of you, and they're going to take away your rights, your guns. Uh. Yeah. So this is this you know here's this protest. Every one of those protesters, I mean, they're standing strong and and they're mm-hmm. at risk of of life they're real at, easy because none of them have guns. They and you know that if they had guns, it'd be a completely a, different battle going with the Chinese government. Huge different battle going on. The Chinese government would be trying to play ball. And Larry, those are some great points as usual. And this is why I call you my Newt Gingrich. Um, and and I because I was going to get to the red flag laws. You are one hundred percent correct, Larry, in that. And this is what drives me crazy. In fact, one of the topics today that I was going to get to or am going to get to is the air quotes, just do something establishment. 
because right now you've got a Congress that with the it, it's the leftist socialist Democrats with the aid of the establishment Republicans are in the do something mode. And what I mean by that, and I'm using quotes, do something mode, is that Congress right now is sitting around going, we got to do something about the shootings, not let's let's. Let's sit down and actually have a discussion on what we can do to actually help people and actually really stop these evil people from doing this or or how can we get into involved in mental health and, and catch these people before they do these acts of violence. No, no, we're not talking about that. We're in a just-do-something mode, which is going to lead to taking away uh, rights. It's going to be taking away and infringing on God-given rights that the American people's citizen, American citizen has. And, Larry, you are so right to, to point out that what China is trying to do to Hong Kong is the equivalent of what the, the Congress is trying to do with red flag laws. Right. And, there's no proof. And, I mean, the people who use no proof type laws like a red flag are like China, yeah. Cuba, Russia. Yes. And those, you know, and that's Absolutely. not what we want here. Because, because, Larry, correct me if I'm wrong, but with red flag laws, there's due process is thrown right out the window. Correct. You can have the police that can, can make a statement, and or people can make an anonymous call, and there's no punishment for the person who made the false report. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's there's no double proof. We just need to not do a red flag. We already have laws in place that mm-hmm. you look at the Parkland shooting, shooting, and the police would have followed the procedures that were in place, or the school and the county or anything else, then you wouldn't have had this issue. So none, mm-hmm. these red flags wouldn't have changed what happened. Well, that's another. They didn't follow the procedures anyway, so right. it's not different. Well, that's another good point, Larry. There, there's, there's all kinds of laws on the books right now that if we would just enforce and 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 just do follow protocol, <laughs> a lot of be alive. Yeah, yeah. protocol. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's a good, it's a good point. And 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 but look what the government tries to do. Inherently, here, here's a couple things I wanted to go real quick on. If you look at since 1993, school violence is down by 33 percent. Mm-hmm. Gun homicides are down by 49 percent. Gun crime is down by 79 percent, and yet we still want to take away more guns. And this is since you know since 1993 till 20 mm-hmm. till now. That's what the statistics are showing. Larry, I did more research. You got 10 people on average die a day in pools. 75 mm-hmm. percent are more children. <laughs> You've got 50 you got plus. Opioid deaths in 2016 alone was 42,000. Homicides mm-hmm. in 2016 was 19,000, but whole opioid deaths was 42,000. Absolutely, kids, kids are safer today in, than they were in 1990 today than in 1990. In we're four times safer. Wow. And then listen, the last thing is with you know go kind of immigration. I was going to go to that MS-13 mm-hmm. kills more people than mass shooters do, and they no. they every one of their guns are illegal. Everyone, including themselves. I mean, oh. most of the MS-13 gang members are illegal themselves. Uh, Larry, you bring me to the next topic on the topic of rundown. No, no, you are doing great. It's as if you have my show notes. All right. Um, you know what they say, Larry, great minds. We think alike. Um, so, Larry, I, you bring me to another point where and, – and here's a question I'll pose, and then I'm going to give the answers. Uh, number one – and these are the – this is the latest FBI murder statistics. So, Larry, you, you hit this nail right on the head. So, folks – Listen and ponder this. The latest FBI murder statistics, number one, how many times were rifles used to murder people in all of 2017? 403. 403. And a very, very small percentage of those 403 incidents with rifles could be, could be 
considered an assault rifle because they weren't that type of rifle that has been deemed assault rifle. So that was a small percentage. Now, now, Larry, get a load of this, and, and ladies and gentlemen, just, just, just listen to this. How many knives or cutting instruments were used to murder someone that same year? 1,591. So you've got 403 murders committed by some type of rifle versus 1,591 in that same 12-month period, 1,591 deaths by a uh, knife or some type of cutting instrument. So, Larry, I ask the logical, on-point, common-sense question, where is the call to ban knives? Or even just hammers are used more than guns. Uh, you know what? There, you, th- there you go again, Larry. So, number three. Oh, okay. How many, <laughs> how many blunt objects, uh, and that's clubs, that's hammers, were used... The answer, that same year, 12-month period, period 467. So you are more likely to die at the hands of a murderer using a hammer, a club, a bat, or a knife, or some other cutting instrument than you are from a rifle. But well, yet, Larry, what are they going after? Well, there, there's, a, there's a, um, a gentleman by the name of Mark Robinson, and, and um, he gave a speech in April of 2018 to the Greensboro City Council. And I, I, I can play it, but, I mean, everyone should go listen to him because he talks about how, why, why, why are you taking away my rights? Mm-hmm. We, you know, what about the people who are causing it? That's what you need to be going at, but do you want to come after my rights? And it's a very, it's about a four-minute speech that he gives to him. He's very passionate, and it's really, really good. And so I recommend everybody just look at the Mark Robinson City Council and listen to his, it's a five-minute video or whatever, and it's just him on talking about his, protecting his rights, and, and it's just really good. And they could probably find that on YouTube, right? Absolutely. I've, I've got it keyed up, but that's I didn't want to show <laughs> Well, no, that's okay. Well, but, yeah, we'll get everybody uh, to go listen to that. Uh, it's, I actually am familiar with that, Larry, and you're absolutely right. It's a great uh, emotional speech that he gave. And, and that's, that's the point, isn't it, Larry, that when you have a socialist-leaning government like we have right now, Every time there's a crisis or something, they don't move to protect the people. They move to take away the rights of the individual. And that's a problem, Larry. That is a problem where we need to start standing up. Well, look at look at who has the toughest gun rights anywhere is Chicago, and they have the most homicides. Yes. You know, so it's like your, your laws are, that you're trying to propose aren't working. Right. I mean, it, and, and again, it, it's it's the... This is one of those points where we, as whether you're a conservative or you're a libertarian or you're an independent or a constitutionalist or whatever you call yourselves, and by gosh, even if you're an old school Democrat, you should be standing up right now fighting for the Constitution. We should stand up and stop being afraid of the word racist. The, the, the word racist has been completely bastardized and doesn't even have a meaning anymore. Uh, I mean, Larry... Have we not reached a point to where today's left, today's Democrats, and along with the help of the main lamestream media, if you so much as disagree with part of their agenda, you're a racist? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I make people explain how on that because I try and stick just to the facts or to on point, but they want to shut down the argument. Mm-hmm. And I think whenever someone points out, you just need to take it back and say you need to apologize and you just stick to the facts of what we're talking about. Well, you know, Larry, um, I have a little saying that I like to say that whenever I'm in a debate with a uh, Democrat or liberal or, or a socialist, 
Uh, as soon as they call me a racist, I know I've won the debate. That's true. Uh, and 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 that's what it's gotten to, Larry. And and folks, just just start paying attention around you. Uh, now they're calling they're calling black people and and Hispanics and Asian. We're all racist if we disagree. You have to fight back because I remember when I did because I don't do social media anymore or anything else. But back in when that we we ran together, mm-hmm. I forget someone called me. I made it. We were talking about gun control or some rules. And I was having a conversation on this person's page, and she said, you know, the person whose page it was said, you guys don't need to listen to him, he's just a racist, whatever. And I immediately was, I was up, and I just fired back. You owe me to, you know, I've stuck to facts, and I just list everything, and you go back to your page, and you look back on all this stuff I've already said, and it's always been fact-driven. I give you websites, I give you my resource, mm-hmm. and for you to call that is out of line, and you owe me an apology. And I insisted on it, and the person did mm-hmm. come back, because they weren't expecting someone to fire back so hard. Well, that's... So you've got to fire everybody if you yeah. get called... You've got to fire back and don't let people get away with it. That is great advice, Larry. So uh, on that note, hang on right there. We're going to go to our next break, folks. You're listening to On Point with Victor. This is America's Web Radio. We'll be right back. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me and i am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving call timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience around town movers for that local or cross-country move timothy around town movers in my opinion are the best that's around town movers Call them. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works. 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so uh, we had call of Larry. Are you still there? Cause yeah, I've got two I, more minutes, right? Yeah, I know you've got to run um, pretty quick here, Larry. But uh, just uh, before you head out... Um, what, anything else you wanted to touch on? I know we had a we had a bunch of things we wanted to talk about. Uh, in fact, Larry, I, I wanted to maybe you can touch on this real quick, Larry. I I think what's going on uh, in Baltimore and the, and in all the inner cities, uh, which are run by Democrats and have been run by Democrats for forty plus years, uh, I think Trump has an awesome awesome opportunity. Um, what do you think? Well, I, I think so. And, and, and one thing people get back to self reliance, where you look at conservatives. You had over this weekend or two weekends ago um, uh, volunteers who were Trump supporters. There's like 30, 28 of them, I think, or under 30, 
went to clean up an area of Baltimore, and they had three dumpsters uh, delivered, and they picked up over 12,000 pounds worth of trash between the 20 people, you know, under 30 people uh, in that day or that weekend. None of the residents helped. And I kind of go back to that movie with uh, Clint Eastwood on Grand Torino when he's looking at he's keeping his house, and everybody's coming in and you have, you know, from all the different parts of the world coming in and living in, and they keep it they depend on government to take care of things they weren't taking pride in their own place because it was new to them they weren't they didn't have places in the site and they weren't taking care of it and he's keeping his place up and then he had the one kid go and start fixing and then people started taking care of their place now because they have to do it themselves and i think you had the problem with baltimore's when that cleanup happened nobody helped these volunteers that were residents there it was just the volunteers doing it who don't live there they're trying to help you out and they're not to and, and the people who are living in it aren't taking self having any self-respect or taking the self-reliance to take care of their area as well they're saying it's the government needs to do this the government needs that take some initiative and also keep it up yourself well that's a great point larry and that's that's again that's boy that's so part... that, that 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 hits home with the grant movie the grand Torino. yeah list, you know here we're going to clean up and then all the houses were that street was looking good yep and that's and that's a great example. I, that's, I love that movie, but I, I love Clint Eastwood. Um, but but it's true, Larry. And that gets down to to uh, whether it's in the home or, or problems with education. But when 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 you have a class that has become completely dependent on the government, and make no mistake, the Democrat-run city inner cities have put out policies to create dependency and keep you in in that dependent role because if there is no dependent role there are no democrat votes i mean that's let's just face it folks self-reliant people don't usually vote for democrats unless you're an elitist and you're just uh, afraid of the government but 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 we've got this this problem in the inner cities where there's there's no pride being taken in the neighborhood because they're told well the government's going to fix that. Oh, they're, the they're not taking ownership. They're not taking ownership. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, and you see that with regular workers. They'll say, hey, I've got to go pick up my daughter. Thanks for letting me call in. It's a wonderful show. Hey, you bet, Larry. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, so, folks, I mean, it, it's just there's there's so many things that we can look at that that will that just that go to this whole problem that I speak about frequently of dependence and creating dependence. If you just look throughout history, look wherever socialism is being tried or socialism socialism is being done, um, it never works. But to do it, you've got to oppress people. The very people that socialism says it's helping – the very people that socialism will sugarcoat uh, their words so that the people think that they're going to be helped are the people who get help the least. The only people who are wealthy under socialism are the elitist, the elite political crowd, the elite uh, Hollywood or elite corporate crowd. Whoever plays ball with the socialist elite, they're going to be in that elitist circle. But you, the people, will always be looked at as the peasant. And and I, and I I'm not making this stuff up. You can look it up in history. We're not taught history anymore. Um, I, I I just beg of you to to just do some research, and for all intents and purposes, use DuckDuckGo sometimes to do some research because Google. You really really have to dig with Google. Uh, Google will bury. 
historical stories. They will bury or they will always put the left-leaning story up first. They're always going to put the the left-leaning revisionist history first. Uh, And if you don't believe me, just do it. Do an experiment. Go to Google and research. Find, think of some historical thing. Look up, um, <laughs> look up Jeffrey Epstein, maybe. Uh, you know, uh, but, but look up something in in history. Look, I, you know, I'll tell you what. Maybe Google who was the who was the only president, or what was the only time in the United States history where people were rounded up on the basis of their race. Look that up and see what Google pops up, and see what DuckDuckGo pops up, because folks. We do have a time in in our not so long ago past where in this country people were rounded up on the basis of race. And I'm going to tell you who did it. It was the progressive hero president Franklin D. Roosevelt. That's the only time in history that we or a president or an administration in this country, the United States, rounded up people on the basis of their race and put them in a camp. That happened, folks, and that happened by a progressive Democrat president by the name of Franklin D. Roosevelt. Look it up if you don't believe me, because it's all there in history. This was back after Pearl Harbor was hit. Uh, he rounded up and basically stomped on the rights of uh, the, these the constitutional rights of Japanese citizens. Uh, look it up, folks. Not making it up. We don't make up stuff here at On Point with Victor. And if I do make something up, I'll tell you that I'm making it up. <laughs> but uh, but no, that that's uh, I, I'm dead serious. Now look it up. So uh, you know, just as we as we start to reach the end of the show here, um, oh, gosh, we had so much to get into. Uh, let me touch on something else. So another big item over the weekend, well, there was an election in Guatemala. Now listen, folks, I mean, lean into your radios here, uh, lean into your cell phones, lean into your, squeeze those AirPods on a little tighter. There was an election in Guatemala. And guess what group of people are upset about the deal that uh, Trump made with, uh, with the leaders of Guatemala and the leaders of Mexico? Guess who's upset over the weekend and showed it through their voting? The people of Guatemala. They're upset with the deal that Trump made with the Guatemalan leaders and with the Mexican leaders. Now you're asking me, what was that deal? Well, this was the deal that uh, Trump made requiring that uh, the people, or let's face it, the illegal immigrants, the migrants, the illegal migrants who are moving around from Honduras and El Salvador, he made a deal where the now Guatemala has to ex- accept and allow more of these migrants to seek asylum in Guatemala. So they have to seek it there before they make it to Mexico and try and seek it there, which means they're going to come here and seek it here. So Guatemala, the leaders of Guatemala made the deal with, with President Trump that will allow people from El Salvador and Honduras to seek asylum in Guatemala first. Well, this is not sitting well with the people of Guatemala. So I ask you to pay attention to CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, NBC, uh, all the news outlets, especially the lamestream media. And I'm still waiting for them to call the people of Guatemala racist because I haven't heard it yet. Because if you stand in this country and we say, hey, we've got to do something about the illegal migrant problem, you're immediately called a racist. I will be called a racist. I've been called a racist, and I'm freaking Mexican descent. Uh, I had a listener that just, no, just sent a message here that was born in Mexico, 
he was called a racist on more than one occasion, and then he happily and sm- with a smile on his face, I'm sure he does what I do, uh, well, in his case, he puts a smile on his face and goes, let me tell you where I was born. And then they, they, they back off the racism thing. But now, now, folks, the way things are going, the way they're throwing around the racist word, it just doesn't matter. You're just a racist. If you're a black conservative, you're a racist. If you're a Hispanic conservative, you're a racist. If you're a black person who just absolutely supports individual rights, you're a racist. If you're Hispanic and you support individual rights, you're a racist. I mean, this is ridiculous, folks. Absolutely ridiculous. But I point this out, what happened in Guatemala, because the people of Guatemala don't want a flood of illegals either. And I haven't seen anywhere in the media yet where they've called the people of Guatemala racist. But if there was a Guatemalan American citizen here standing with me today going, you know, I'm a citizen now of the United States and I believe in a strong border. Well, by golly, that Guatemala would be called a racist. I guarantee it. <laughs> so because we're seeing it happen every day. And. It just, it just really, really irritates me, but I, I had to point that out because it's just kind of funny when people of Guatemala are standing up going, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. We don't want all these illegals from Honduras coming here. We don't want all the illegals from Honduras and El Salvador coming here. They don't want to be flooded, people, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because they have a culture that they're trying to keep. Mexico has a culture they want to keep, and by golly, the United States has a culture. But we in the United States are a culture of acceptance. We do accept immigrants happily, and we'll accept them as long as they want to assimilate. So I'm going to have to leave it there, folks, Because, but boy, there's so much more we could get into. So you're going to have to tune in next week. So ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. It's been great. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to On Point with Victor, America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.